0: hey what's going on everybody this is a podcast that i did a while ago for my card. this was right after grappling industries in santa clara california it was probably in february of 2018 or somewhere around there so it's been a it's been a good at least four months since i dropped this one so it just kind of sat there on the shelf for a while so now i'm finally releasing it since i'm getting back into doing these podcasts. so here we go enjoy All right, what's going on, everybody? JizzCast is finally back, so it's been uh, it's been a minute. So I, first, let me explain why it took me so long to get back. Uh, actually, first of all, it is cold as fuck right now. It's like 41 degrees. Uh, it's a Saturday morning. I think it's the January 27th, 2018. It's super cold. I got to figure out how to turn my defrost around, man, because in the back, it's it's pretty cold, or it's kind of frozen. But um, yeah, yeah, the reason why it took me so long to, uh, to get back to doing this is because basically I had, I had a car problem, and I do these in my car now, and I had to borrow a car that was basically like a Transformers foot. It was a Toyota Previa, which I thankfully my in-laws let me borrow, but what happened was uh, I have a, an X5, and I had to get it smog and it wouldn't pass smog, and it turns out that uh, I have uh, valve seal problems, so which is common with this motor. So the small guy told me he's like, yeah, it's like seven grand to uh, to fix your car. And I was like, what the fuck? So I you know researched the problem, and I figured out there was some other method you can do that was way cheaper if you have somebody else do it, or you could just do it yourself. And so luckily, my uh, father-in-law is a NASA mechanic. <laughs> he's the aircraft mechanic for NASA. So he's actually retiring uh, next week. So congrats to him. But um, he could help me, you know, install these valve seals well there were 32 of these valve seals so it's it's like a lot of work and each one can can take a while to do and so i rented a kit because the kit there's like the special kit that you can get because normally you have to take out the whole motor of the car out of the car and then you know do the work there but this way you can keep the motor inside you know the car and then do it that way um oh that was not a green light anyway um so we did it, you know. they using this AGA method. It's called all German auto tool method, and so we're working on it. And it basically took us uh, about a month and a half to finish. <laughs> so because we had conflicting schedules, we frequently we we can only work on it for like a couple of hours uh, a week. So just kind of a pain in the ass and then on top of that uh, i looked up any other problems that this motor had that were common and there was a problem that every single one of these motors have is the n62 v8 and it was a uh a coolant leak problem that was inside the motor again it's another expensive fix but i found one that was a lot cheaper so we ended up fixing that too and so you know i got finally got it i got it all back a couple days ago and i went to go i had to change my oil yesterday and then i went to go uh, get my smog done again, but of course they were closed, so hopefully I can get it done again, because I'm, I'm riding dirty right now, I, I, my plates are from uh, November 2017, and it's January 2018, but I have all the paperwork here in my car, so hopefully if uh, somebody pulls me over, they will understand that my car is, that I had to repair my car, and that, you know, it's already paid, uh, I just have to go in and get it resmogged, so, anyway, Let's move on to some jiu-jitsu. Uh, as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm actually on the way to a tournament. So, a couple of weeks back, uh, I had uh, a really bad week of jiu-jitsu, so I know I did a podcast on, you know, sometimes you just suck at jiu-jitsu. Well, that, that was me. Um, I started sucking for like a week, and it uh, it was pretty bad. It had me kind of bummed for like a week, but you know, you just you keep rolling, and eventually it works out, so that's what I did, I, I, you know, kept rolling, and I said, hey, I knew there was a tournament coming up, it was called Grappling Industries, and it's a smaller tournament, and I told myself to, hey, if, uh, if I do good, you know, the next week, you know, on a Tuesday, then I'll sign up immediately for this tournament, and then, of course, you know, that Tuesday, uh, I go in, and I do good, you know, that day, and I keep doing good, so I'm like, all right, I'm back on, you know, I'm past my valley, I'm, I'm starting to peak again, so, it's uh, it's time to uh, to get at it, you know. So started getting after it, you know. Started training a little bit harder, but not not too much harder. Um, I'm on weight, of course. I don't I don't cut weight anymore, so that, that's kind of nice. Uh, and I'm I'm actually going to compete at the 185 division, but right now as I'm sitting here, I'm probably like 18, 173, like max. So uh, don't have to cut weight at all. Um, another thing that's cool, that's different about this tournament is that. Uh, as a blue belt, I can do toe holds and knee bars, uh, I, and I can knee reap. The only thing I can't do is heel hooks, which is fine. Uh, so this will be the first time that I'll be able to do like some, some really cool leg locks in a tournament. So I'm looking forward to that. I was doing some work on some leg locks with uh, with some fellow uh, jiu practitioners. Uh, thank you, Robert, for helping me out. Uh, I think he's going to come uh, help me out at the tournament, too. So he's, he's a purple belt where I'm at. Really good purple belt, he actually has... Uh, a fight to win uh, match coming up which is like a professional it's like a professional debut for Jiu Jitsu so good luck to you there man and I hope to see you later on today um, but you know back to the tournament I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to doing this uh, I think I have three matches for Gi and then my no Gi match it's only one person in the bracket with me which is kind of weird because it said best out of three so I'm like do I gotta match this guy like three times so I don't know I guess I'll find out um, another thing I was kind of weird about their Nogi division is that it's, uh, it's Nogi, but they only do it by, like, three tiers of skill, like beginner, uh, intermediate and advanced, and advanced is, like, three years plus, so I'm like, well, fuck, I'm three years plus, but that's going to put me in the same bracket as a black belt, I don't know if I want to face a black belt, but fuck it, I already signed up, so, you know, <laughs> I guess it is what it is, uh... We'll see what's going to happen. I, I didn't even look up the guy who, who I'm going to match up with, so I don't want to know what belt is. I don't want to get nervous about it. So a couple of weeks ago, I almost had, like, some little small panic attacks cause, you know, you get a little little jittery coming up to tournaments, but now I'm fine. So I feel okay, so hopefully I do okay in this tournament. And the, my key matches, uh, I'm supposed to have three matches, but there's only three people, but we're all going to face each other. So it's, it's kind of an interesting scenario. Um, I think it's whoever gets the most wins gets the gold. So I've never had a tournament like that before usually I, I compete in IBJF IBJJF style tournaments where you know it's it's more straightforward with the brackets so either way I don't mind I mean it's just more rolling that I get to do you know more matches so I'm, I'm cool with that so I think I have a minimum of four matches so should be should be cool you know uh other than that, you know, i just been, like I said, working on those on those leg locks. I listened to that John Donaher podcast with uh, with Joe Rogan. If you all have been listening to that, definitely listen to that podcast. It is really informative if you do jiu-jitsu. Um, John Donaher, if you all didn't know, he's uh, one of the premier jiu-jitsu coaches uh, in the U.S., really in the world. You know, he's he's a really great coach. He coaches uh, uh, a team called the Donaher Death Squad. He didn't call him that. Other people started calling him that after... They started just destroying people in in tournaments. Uh, Some notable names that you might know is uh, he coaches Gary Tonin, uh, Eddie Cummings, and Gordon Ryan, all of which have multiple, you know, medals and belts and stuff from all kinds of jiu-jitsu competitions. And Gary Tonin is actually going to start doing uh, mixed martial arts here pretty soon for 1FC. I think it's in March is when he's going to compete. So I'm looking forward to, to watching him do that. John Donner is also one of the coaches of George St. Pierre. He's also the coach of uh, Ferasa Hobby, who is the overall coach for George St. Pierre as well. Um, John Donner came up up with this really cool uh, leg lock system, which is kind of ironic because one of his legs is really fucked up. So he can't really do... Uh, a lot of jiu-jitsu right now, he's uh, pending a, another knee surgery, so um, he's already had to have hip surgery, he had like an injury when he was like uh, younger that just kind of stayed with him and like messed up his, it was a knee injury that messed up his knee and then from that he walked with a limp that messed up his, his hip and then from that it messed up his back, so uh, he already had to have his, his hip replaced and now he has to get his uh, his uh, knee replaced, so but he, he, he listening to that podcast is really a testament to uh what kind of guy he is because he was putting off his surgeries because his students had big matches coming up. Like, he put off uh, his, his hip replacement because uh, George St. Pierre was still competing and Chris Weidman – he was also coach for Chris Weidman – and Chris Weidman was coming up, so he put that off. And it was like it got to a point to where he couldn't even walk down a city block without having to stop because he was in so much pain. So, But he's a really cool guy. You know, his uh, leg lock system is a uh, really – uh, intuitive and uh, it's it's just a really cool way of um, locking up somebody's uh, legs and, and attacking them so definitely check that one out that was uh, like the highest recommendation I can give to, uh, to a podcast if uh, if you're into jiu-jitsu is listen to that podcast even just breaking down even if you're not into leg locks he breaks down like exactly um, what jiu-jitsu is all about and he breaks down exactly why uh, leg locks were kind of shunned in jiu-jitsu for the longest time and what he's done to kind of bring leg locks back into the fold, and it's just really cool of, like, his four steps of jiu-jitsu and, and stuff like that, and, and you know, he was a, a philosopher, well, he is a philosopher, and so just listening to him, like, the way that he breaks stuff down is, uh, is really neat. So, yeah, um, there's another tournament coming up, I know there's the SF Open coming up, um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna compete in that one, because, to be honest, uh, not next week, but I think it's the, second week of February? Yeah, second week of February is SF Beer Week, and the week after that is uh, the SF Open. And so the SF Beer Week for me is like a week that I just take off to go basically just drink all day for a whole week. So I'm obviously going to be way off diet and way off you know, my normal nutritional goals for the day. Um, I really won't even be able to intermittent fast because I'll be up drinking pretty early. So, yeah, I, I expect... I expect to gain probably 6 pounds, and I will not be in the best cardio shape for the tournament. So, um, I'm probably not going to sign up for the SF Open. Even though the rest of my teammates are, um, I might go down there and watch them and help them out, but I doubt I'm going to compete. I know people are thinking, oh, is beer, more, is beer that important? In this case, yes, goddammit. All right, don't fucking judge me. <laughs> I uh, I like SM Beer Week, and, you know, I don't I don't drink that much anymore, um, but especially beer and I still really enjoy beer I just don't drink it that much because um, there's a lot of carbs in beer and with the diet I have now I'm not doing the ketogenic diet that much but I do do I do do intermittent fasting and uh, I still try to stick to at least uh, a lower carbohydrate uh, diet and I still mix it up with the keto diet but um, intermittent fasting for me and, and keeping it low carb has been pretty good the other day uh, I checked my uh, ketone levels just to make sure that I was still in ketosis, and I was. It was only like, you know, 0.6 uh, millimolars, but stuck, that was still in ketosis, which is what I figured I was still uh, getting by doing intermittent fasting. So that's been pretty cool. Um, another, reason, another big reason why I do SR Beer Week is because it's one of the only times of the year that we could get this really rare, rare beer called Pliny the Younger. It's a triple IPA that's uh, really good. The past couple of years haven't been that great, but um, it's still a good beer so I'm looking forward to that um, I think after SF Beer Week I think after probably in March I'll look to doing an, I'll look to do another tournament especially if I do well in this tournament uh, you know immediately I'll look up for the for the next tournament hey if you know if, if I happen to get double gold in this which I don't know will happen uh, I might just do you know the SF Open I might just say you know maybe not go as hard during SF Beer Week and just you know keep training that week and take the week off, train that week, and get ready for that stuff Open, so, you know, I guess it depends on how I feel, I'm still taking the week off, though, and I'll still get some beer, um, but yeah, you know, I think I'm going to end it here, because I need to, uh, listen to some music, so I can get ready for this tournament, um, I'm still about 30 minutes away, but, uh, I will pick this up when I'm back from the tournament to give you guys the results, all right, that's it for now, peace, all right, I'm back, and, uh, as you can see, I got some medals, <laughs> I got a uh, double silver, so no gold, but you know it is what it is. Uh, it was an interesting format, not really what I was expecting, especially for my my ghee match. Is because there's only three guys in my division. Uh, actually, no, let me get out of here first, and then I'll explain. All right, I can get out this way. All right, so my ghee matches the first match. I was up against unplug this. I was up against a tall guy, um, and I did I did pretty well against him. You know, I I pulled him uh, into half guard and then just did like half guard stuff basically. I used the lockdown a lot. Uh, I swept him. I got got points. I got rewatched the the tape or the recording, not a tape because we don't use tapes anymore, right? Uh, and see exactly what happened. But yeah, basically, I uh, I remember I, I pulled him in. Uh, did half guard, and then he couldn't really escape my half guard, and I went from there. So that was pretty cool. Uh, beat him. And then my second match was up against uh, kind of a stockier guy, and I lost that match um, on points. Uh, basically, he got out of my half guard and got side control, and then that was it. So I stayed there pretty much the whole match, as far as I can remember. And then from there, uh, the guy that I beat um, faced the guy that beat me. So it was kind of weird because there's only three guys in the division, right? So the guy, that, the guy that beat me faced the guy that I beat. And then the guy that beat me lost to the guy that I beat. So we're all like one, one and one, right? And so we're sitting around waiting. We're like, okay, well, what do we do now? And so we talk talked to the guy and he's like, okay well, because you're all one and one we have to redo the whole division, like the whole bracket. And I was like, we're all like, what the fuck? They're like, unless one of you wants to concede, you know? And then he's like, that usually doesn't happen. But then the, the older guy, the stockier guy that I was up against, he said, uh, yeah, he, he'll concede because he said his, he has more matches coming up and his shoulder doesn't feel good. So we're like, all right. So it was me and the guy that already beat for the, uh, for the final. So went to the, to the final match um went up against this guy and did a little different you know did went a little bit faster i pulled him into uh pretty much a triangle position and i'm not very really good at triangles but i'll hold the position just to look for something else to open and he uh, put his foot over my chest and i went for a toe hold and uh it was pretty deep for a minute and then i was holding on to it holding on to it another like, okay how much energy am i going to use on this toe hold you know i don't want to keep hanging on to it and lose position so I decided to let it go and then advance my position into, a side control, and as soon as I did that, uh, we went out of bounds, so, yeah, <laughs> I kind of sucked, and they didn't give me the, uh, the position back, because I was on, like, I was on his side, um, on his left side, and they didn't give me the position back, they it start standing again, so, uh, went back to our feet, you know, did, uh, some more stand-up, pulled him into half guard, passed my half guard, and then, uh, he got me on points, and then, so he got gold, which is weird, because, you know, I beat him. We should have probably won again to see, like, you know, the best two out of three, but I'm fine either way. I don't, I don't really give a fuck, so, um, I was just happy to compete. So, yeah, I mean, I, that was pretty cool. Uh, I talked to the guy afterwards, the guy that had the toe hold on. I was like, was that toehold close? He was like, yeah, man, it was close. I was like, god damn it. If i like, kept cranking on it, you know, I probably I probably could have won, so next time I get a toe hold, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep cranking until their toes are in their ass, <laughs> and, uh, hopefully get the tap, so. Uh, good learning experience, so I thought I did uh, pretty good, and then we went to, I uh, did a Nogi against this guy, and uh, Robert actually recognized him. Uh, he said that he was good at heel hooks, and so I was like, all right, well, shit, you know, heel hooks I'm, I'm kind of vulnerable to, and uh, but I, I know how to defend pretty well against him, you know, if I don't, you don't get your legs getting get in a certain position, you'll, you'll, you should be fine, and so um, the match starts. And the guy takes me down. It was a really good takedown. But I got kneed, like, right in the fucking the bottom of my ass. Like, I felt it in my hip bone. <laughs> like, it, it hurt. But I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just suck it up. It was a good takedown, though. The guy did a really nice takedown. And then uh, he got my, my half guard and pretty much stayed there the whole match. You know, couldn't really advance, but he couldn't really do much either. He was trying to go for my feet. I wasn't letting him because of what Robert said. So thank you, Robert, for letting me know about that. Um, you know, he, uh, he won, what was it, 2-0. Two, so, you know, went to the next, because me- th- what the format was is that, you know, it was best two out of three. It was just two guys in the division. So we go up again, and this time I knew he was pretty, you know, he was good at takedown. So uh, I went to go take him down, but it was kind of like a false attempt. So I went to go take him down uh, like a kind of a shitty shot, and then I pulled guard, like full guard, and I got him down to the ground. But for some reason he got two points, so I got to re-watch the, the video to see exactly why he got two points for that because I shot and then pulled guard, so I don't think he should have got uh, points for that. I'm usually not one to complain about shit like that, but I, I didn't think that he got the takedown, but he did. So I was like, you know, whatever. So, you know, we get on the bottom, and, you know, I was down by two points, so I had to do something. So, you know, I held him in full guard for a while, tried to work a little bit, and I got him in a half, and then um, he ended up passing my guard. Try to get to a scramble. Uh, couldn't get much, you know. Same thing. So we ended up getting uh, five points. I think he beat me by five points. So he went for some stuff, but I was uh, I was defending pretty well. Uh, he went for my back, but I'm, I'm getting better at defending my back, so he didn't didn't get my back. But he got you know solid side control, and I I did a couple times. You know, I got my guard back and stuff. You know, I did pretty well. So I, I was satisfied with what I did because I mean the guy was better than me. You know, it was just straight up better than me. So you know, it is what it is. I got really no excuses for that. Um, nor should I, I mean, if the guy beats you, he's better than you, right? So, uh, then afterwards, you know, I asked him, I was like, hey man, you know what, what belt are you? And he's like, oh, I'm a white belt. I was like, bull oh, fucking shit. Cause we were in the advanced division, you know, it was like three years and up. He's like, oh, you know, I just haven't been promoted. And I was like, how the fuck could he have faced Robert? Cause Robert's a purple belt, but I'm pretty sure he didn't fight Robert or compete against Robert as a purple belt, probably as like a blue belt or something like that. Um, I don't see, cause Robert's been, he's a blue belt for like two and a half years. And now he's been a purple belt for close to six months. So there's no way that this guy just started his career when he competed against Robert and then caught Robert in a heel hook. You know, it's just like, what the fuck? Um, he's really good, though. I mean, the guy's got legit skills. I was uh, happy to compete against him, and I was happy with my performance even though I lost. So, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool matches. So format was kind of weird, but I'm good. So, yeah, it was, it was nice to come back to competition. <clears throat> and uh and just get it out of my way you know I felt felt good wasn't really that tired you know all the guys there were were bigger than me because uh I was competing at 185 and I'm not going to cut weight anymore so I happened to be light this morning and just fought there and I didn't feel like there was a that the size advantage was like a big thing you know I just felt like they were a little heavier and that was it but I didn't didn't really feel it on my body so I I didn't really care yeah, it was uh, it was cool. So yeah, that was me getting back to uh, competition. Like I said, I would this year. I said I was gonna do some more competitions. Didn't get gold, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. I'm happy with uh, with silver. But uh, hopefully next time I'll get that, get that gold. So yeah, right now nothing really much to talk about because uh, I'm hungry. I've been fasting since yesterday at about six was the last time I ate. So it's about two o'clock now. Um, going to meet my girlfriend and my daughter at. The counter in Fremont. So I'm gonna get a burger and a beer. And yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to this Jitscast. I think this one's gonna be a little bit short, but uh, it's all good. I'll have another one for you hopefully next week. Now that I got my car, I can uh, I can record in the car again. So yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm out of here. Jitscast. Peace. Into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.